Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to invite you to a free workshop, a VBAC home birth workshop, where we're going to talk about how you can build your confidence and get more prepared for a VBAC home birth. I know you're interested in VBAC home birth because you're listening to this podcast. The benefits of you coming to this is that you can ask me questions live. So if you can make it live, I've made it. So it's at nighttime for us Aussies and Hopefully that works with the time zone for some people overseas. But what we're going to be talking about on this on this workshop is VBAC myth busting. I'm going to pull together some VBAC myths. We're going to bust those myths. We're going to talk about creating a safe and supportive home birth environment, which I think is one of the most important things that you can absolutely do. Building confidence and resilience. Again, so important. You really need to have a deep self of sense of trust and confidence within yourself and there will be an opportunity for you to ask me questions live so coming live is going to be the best for you so you can ask me those questions if you need any clarification you can ask ask away all the questions but there will also be a recording that will be sent out it just means that you can be accountable by coming live and that you can connect with me and I love connecting with you guys so it's going to be so much fun All you need to do is at the moment I'm working out all the back end. So if you can just send me a message on Instagram or send me an email, my email is hello at ashleywinning.com or send me an Instagram message at ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-L, winning. Come and say hello to say, send me a DM and say, I would love to come to your VBAC home birth workshop and I can send you the link as soon as it's ready. Other than that, I hope that you're having a wonderful day. It's raining here. Uh, and I'm enjoying that change in weather at the moment. Sending so much love. Enjoy this podcast episode. Hello and welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Ashley, and this week I'm going to be talking about open conversations and expectations between you and your birth team. I think it's really important that you pick the right birth team for you, the that you pick somebody with the right experience for you, with the someone who specialises in the things that you feel are important or unique to you, somebody who aligns with your birth philosophy and has all the things that you would really like, you know, whether they're nurturing or whether they're confident, whatever it is that you kind of gravitate through. I also understand that sometimes it's really hard to find the right birth support team because especially as VBACs, it can be really challenging to find somebody. If you live rural, sometimes there's only one midwife or two midwives to pick from. So sometimes we don't have the option of choice. And same goes for doulas as well. 
Um, but if you are lucky enough to find somebody who really does suit your personality and temperament and has all the things that you're looking for, then that is amazing. You've taken the first step in in feeling safe and having that relationship. So this this conversation really is for anybody who has anybody in their birth space and you don't have to hire anybody. You don't have to have a doula or a professional midwife in your space. It could be having a friend, your mother, could be having your just your partner in your space or even your children. It's really important that you have an open and honest conversation with your birth team and understand that you are the captain in your birth, that you are the one piloting this experience, that you're the one that gets to say who comes into your birth and who doesn't come into your birth. And that goes for the way that they speak to you and who holds space while you're birthing. So if you're going through your labor and you feel like you don't want to have anyone in your space, then you're able to advocate and say to people, I would recommend that you have a conversation in pregnancy, but saying to those people, I don't want you in my birth space at the moment my little Pomeranian scratching on the floor at the moment. I've just come home a couple hours ago and she's getting a little bit excited. So she's, you could probably hear her little feet pitter, pitter and pattering. So it's really important that you open the conversation. Some people may practice, midwives and doulas may open the floor to have these conversations, but I don't think that you should expect or rely on these people to ask you what you want. I think that you should be taking it upon yourself to have these conversations and be open and honest about how you may feel. Now, you may have had a labor before, so you may have experience of knowing what pain feels like, what the labor feels like, what you had last time. And I just want to share with you that sometimes it can be the complete opposite of your last experience. So when I had my first labor experience in the hospital, I didn't want anyone around me. I closed the door in the shower room. I think they had it open a jar. The lights were off. Anyone came near me and I was very like, do not come near me. I don't want to speak to you. And in my home birth experience, I really gravitated towards my husband. I really wanted him and I wanted my doula to hold my hand. And I advocated for those things. I asked for those things. They're not mind readers, so they they don't know what I want. I had a very clear conversation about I don't want to be coached, pushed. I don't want you to tell me what positions to get into in my labor, in my birth. I want to be the one that is having an instinctive and physiological birth, which means I want to do everything on my own terms. Unless it's, I said this to my doula, unless you see an emergency situation that it's medically necessary that you disrupt or intervene in my birth. I don't want anyone to say anything. And so one of the things that I was more than happy for her to offer was water, offer me lemonade, offer me homeopathic things. We'd had those conversations before and I'd say, look, there's some things that I might want. I might want a massage. So we had those conversations and you can have a conversation with your birth team and say, I don't want you to recommend it or I don't want you to offer it but I will reach out to you if if I'm if I need to. Now some women find that they can't voice things in in labor as well. You might find that you don't actually have a voice. So you may want to have something that you can do to kind of indicate to somebody with your hands or something that you want to drink or you want someone to touch your back and it could be as simple as putting your hand up, putting it to your back and you've had that conversation with your team in pregnancy 
And you, you're talking about all those things. I don't know how I'm going to be. I think I'm this kind of person. This is how I kind of communicate. When I'm in labor, I'm not sure how I'm going to be. I may be really angry. I may be like very standoffishy. And so I think it's really good to kind of explore how you kind of behave normally and how you may have behaved in previous labors, but also understanding that you may behave very differently because every birth's different. Every experience is different. The pain might be completely different and you're in your own home. So you might feel very differently as well. So I would recommend that you have a list of things that you want that you think could be very helpful and think about the things that you are happy for them to suggest. Like, are you happy for them to say, hey, I've got water here. Do you want them to verbally say something to you? Or just getting my little pom. She's scratching on the floor still. Or do you want to them to just bring the, the drink to you and you'll suck from the straw if you want some and you'll just ignore them if you don't want some or you'll just turn around, you know, so I'm, I'm imagining you're in the birthing pool, but not everyone's in the birthing pool. And it is your responsibility to say yes or no. So you have to take responsibility for the things that you say yes and no to and if somebody suggests something that you don't want, even though you might have had a conversation and said, look, I don't want you to recommend this or I don't want you to say, oh, maybe you should go on the toilet or something. Are you doubting your ability to birth your baby at home? It's normal after a highly medicalized birth like induction or surgical birth to doubt in your innate ability to birth your baby. Those interventions don't exactly scream trust in a woman's ability to birth. I can tell you after my own experience of having a free birth after two surgical births that our bodies are absolutely capable of birthing on our own, just as they are capable of growing an entire human being from a tiny egg and sperm. Trust in yourself, mama. Listen to your call and your wisdom within. Allow her to speak to you. And if you want guidance and support to tap into your voice and find your path in your home birth journey, doors are now open to my six-month home birth group program where you will get gently held through your journey to find your voice and listen to her. Back yourself with birth knowledge and come home. Let me tell you from experience, that journey can be super challenging, but so rewarding. Getting to the end after experiencing the home birth on your terms is powerful work that awakens every fiber in your being. And having support and someone to guide you through that so you're feeling positive and confidence could be the difference between having that beautiful home birth that you're planning on and ending up transferring. I invite you, dear sister. What I hear a lot from ladies who have gone through the experience is that quite often they will say, I didn't really want to go curb walking or I didn't want to walk up the stairs, but my midwife suggested it. And really what I wanted to do was just relax and lay and just have something to drink and just relax. And so there has to be some sort of responsibility from us as the birthing women. And I and the biggest thing that I found in my experience as a people pleaser, it's really hard to be able to voice yourself sometimes. So one of the biggest things that I can recommend is that you take responsibility of your birth and you you understand that you're the one in control and you understand that you're not being a bitch. You're not being mean if you advocate and ask for things in your birth. The people that come into your birth are people that you're paying. They're, they're people that it's an honour for them to be at your birth. 
they're either your friend or your mother or your sister, which is a complete honour for them to be in that birth space. How many people get to see birth? How many people get to have the honour of doing that, you know, of being invited into a birth space? And then if you hire a midwife, you're paying that person to be there. They're not there for the fun of it, which I'm sure that they are in some way. Like they're, I'm sure they're very passionate about it, very passionate in helping and supporting women. But you are paying for a service. And the same with the doula. These people work for you. And so the more that you can understand that, as much as you may love them or you may like them, you are hiring them for a service. And so it is your responsibility to have this conversation with your birth team in the most loving, open and honest. And I'm sure anyone that is worth their weight in gold is going to be more than happy to have this conversation with you. They're probably going to have it on their list to do. Um, They're probably going to want to enjoy to have a conversation like that. And so it's just about being really mindful about how you open the conversation. And I kind of went around about, now this is, I believe, an instinctive and physiological birth. So I really want to have a birth that's directed by myself. I don't want you to coach, push me. I don't want this. I don't want that. And then I directed the conversation to, and also I've heard. And so sometimes you can say things like, I heard on a podcast or I heard somebody talking about this and I would really like to do that. So I would like to hear your feelings around it. Do you feel comfortable doing this? Or how do you feel that you would handle with me asking you to do this? And most of the time it was met with, of course, no problems. Like I just sit in the corner and and one of the questions was, I'm really worried about somebody turning up into my birth with a high vibe energy and so excited to see the birth. I really want somebody who can energetically hold their space and who's not going to be coming into my birth with any sort of energy issues. And so, you know, we had those conversations. My doula said, that's fine. I know how to ground my energy. I know how to hold space and and just keep it neutral and I think those conversations are really important to have and you know if if the midwife or the doula is not already doing that it could be a learning curve for them to clear their energy do a meditation whatever it is that they need to do before they come into your space and making sure that they're holding that space with love and kindness but By having these conversations, you can truly see where these people are at, these people on your birth team, and you don't have expectations of this is how a midwife or this is how a doula behaves, this is what I think they do, and they have a different perception of what they actually do, and then what can happen is that gets lost in translation and then people feel, oh, I feel ripped off or I feel that they didn't meet my expectations, but we never had a conversation about expectations. And it was always like dancing around the situation. So I wanted to really put that that out into the universe because I think it's a very important thing. It's something that I definitely did in my experience. And, you know, let me know. Let me know what you come up with. Let me know if you have a chat with your birth team or if you're afraid of chatting with your birth team. I totally get that. It can feel very scary sometimes, especially if your birth team is somebody that you don't necessarily, like you're not overly in love with, but you're hiring them. I hear this sometimes with VBAC moms that you're, you kind of feel like, you know, you're okay with them. 
But I think that this is a great way to build trust with the birth team. Now, on the flip side, I do want to do a bit of a disclaimer, and I don't think this should stop you from actually having a conversation. But one of the things that we can't control is the way that people behave. And so sometimes some people don't know how to don't know how to have open and honest conversations like this or have transparent conversations and sometimes people can be offended by these sorts of things like I would have the expectation myself that the right person in my birth would be able to have this conversation and not be offended and in fact I would go the step further of it would be my expectation now where I am in my journey that this would be part of what they do in their care with me but I've learned from working with my clients and speaking with women in this space that not everyone practices that way and so I think that there needs to be some real like there has to be some like I don't want you to go into this not realizing that potentially some people could turn around and get a little bit upset or you know, maybe not respond positively, but that's not on you. That's not your responsibility, how other people behave or how other people respond. But it is your responsibility to make sure that you have the right birth team in your space with you. The last thing you want to have in your space is somebody that doesn't have the same philosophies or the same views as you or somebody who believes in coach pushing and coach positioning that somebody that thinks they're going to come into your birth, and this is okay if this is what you want, but it would be my worst nightmare for somebody who thought that they were the authority in my birth space, that they were going to come in and tell me what to do. They were going to tell me what positions to get into. They were going to manage me. That would be my absolute nightmare. Now, this might not be your nightmare. That might be your dream person. And that's okay too, you know. There's no judgment. It's just that I have a different view and I have a different want and desire. And so there's no right or wrong way. It's just what you want and so I'm opening the conversation I'm opening the floor for discussion but yeah come and share on Instagram come and you know let me know how you're going and if if you were brave enough to have that conversation because especially for my people pleasers out there it's a really scary thing to kind of do and you might want to have this conversation before you hire somebody and then you might want to have this conversation maybe at 30 weeks and then, you know, maybe a little bit more closer to the due date, a little bit of a touching on some of those things. Um, I think it's great to have transparent and and open conversation and communication. I think more people need to learn the skill set of being able to do that. I find that in life a lot of the problems and challenges that people have is because people don't feel safe enough to explain or share how they're really feeling. And so we quite often dance around things. And I think life can be so much easier if we're open to understanding each other and open to having hard conversations. So much love to you guys. And I look forward to maybe hearing from you soon. And I look forward to bringing another podcast episode soon. And and we had my little Layla debuting with her little scratching today. So that's an added little extra for you too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC home birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? 
find me on Instagram, Ashley L Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. And come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search Feedback Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.